Welcome to the Druids Grove, where we discuss all things related to Druids, their history, current day practices, and how to build a deeper connection and relationship with the earth. I'm so glad you're here. If you find what I have to share helpful, please subscribe and share with others that may enjoy it, and check the show notes for more information. Come on in, relax for a bit, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Druids Grove. Hope you all are doing well. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Imbolc. Imbolc uh, is one of the holidays on the Wheel of the Year, and it is coming up soon, so I thought it was a good time to do the episode. It is currently in mid-January. And Imbolc is one of the four fire festivals in Druidry and other uh, pagan practices. And it is generally celebrated from sunrise on February 1st to sunset on February 2nd. Some people just uh, celebrate Imbolc on February 1st. So it's kind of up to you how you want to celebrate it. So these four uh, fire festivals that I mentioned, uh, Imbolc is one of them. And they are celebrated because in one way or another, um, they bring about the use of uh, fires and bonfires to kind of celebrate the fire of life depending on the time of year and celebrate the use of internal and external fire um, and how they are relating to us and to our environment on these four holidays in between the solstices and equinoxes. And if we look at Imbolc, Uh, It is celebrated as a fire festival because it represents the first stirrings of life before spring. So at this time of year, of course, it is still cold. It is, uh, you know, if you're in the northern hemisphere, it's still cold. Um, You know, you are likely to get snowed, you know, depending on where you live. So the the, the idea that spring is coming is is still kind of a far-off idea. But... What you may see, if you pay attention, and Druidry is all about paying attention to our environment, of course. So even in the depths of winter, we may start to see some, like I said, some stirrings of life. Um, we might start to see the the signs of the depths of winter to start to ease up a little bit. Of course, depending on your latitude, how far north you are, it may still be very cold and full of snow, and there be, may be no signs of, of life stirring. So... Um, these fire festivals, although they are celebrated on a specific calendar date generally, a lot of people choose to celebrate them based on their local environment. So if you are way up in the northern part of the hemisphere, it may be, for you, it may be closer to late February or even early March before you start to see the first signs of spring coming around. So in, in the UK, a reference that I've seen and heard in podcasts and books and you know different different druid resources. Um, Imbolc is celebrated as the time um, of early spring, and a sign in the UK is the snowdrops. It's a type of flower. Um, they start to come out. I'm not sure that we have snowdrops where I live or what they might be called, um, but it's just something that I've commonly heard in in that area of the world that is seen on Imbolc. So they're little small flowers. They have uh, uh, flower petals that may start to show up around this time. Locally here, um, I live in southern Appalachia uh, in the eastern part of the United States. Um, we may start to see, you know, little little buds on trees or small green shoots of wild onions 
small, very small patches of grass or grass just starting to come up through, through you know the leaves and the in the brown grass. And in the United States, uh, <laughs> a holiday that normally is celebrated at this time is Groundhog Day. Um, and if you're not familiar with Groundhog Day, uh, it's it's a weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a weird holiday. I don't I don't really know where it stems from. But there's a groundhog, and it's in uh, Pennsylvania. And the groundhog name is uh, Puxatawney Phil. So there's a town called Puxatawney, and this groundhog, Puxatawney Phil, is brought out, and whether he sees his shadow or not, supposedly dictates as to how early of a spring we will see or if winter will continue to go for six more weeks so it's they they pull him out and you know the people there who they're i think the mayor does it and he's you know got a nice suit and tie and a big uh, top hat on and it's this big thing and people show up in the news and you know he's in a i guess he's in a box or a crate or something and they pull him out and hold him up and you can google the images but they hold him up and you know if he sees a shadow, if the sun is shining, or if not, it'll it'll dictate whether there's going to be six more weeks of winter or we're going to have an early spring. So it's just kind of a, an interesting, fun way that um, similarly, you know, we're, we're looking ahead to spring and we're trying to, to start to look forward to getting out of these, these winter days. So if we look at the calendar, Imbolc is the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. And like other fire festivals, it is spaced out nearly equally between these four quarter holidays. And what Imbolc means is in the belly of the mother. And what this relates to is the life on earth and the life of earth and all its plants and its animals at this time still being in the belly of the mother earth, but nearly ready to be born with the coming spring. And another kind of reference that I've seen since Druidry originated um, kind of in the, in the Celtic lands, um, at, in this area, uh, this is a time historically when the sheep uh, were taken out to pasture. So in the long winter, they were kind of confined, you know, kept closed up. And this time of year in Imbolc, these sheep were allowed to uh, be released out into pasture because there started to be more, more green and more things that they could eat and live off of. And this is also a time when the first lambs were born. So at this time, the uh, sheep were let to pasture, lambs were born, and the sheep started producing milk, which was a great source of food and sustenance for ancient peoples after a very long and difficult winter. <clears throat> so we can see that this is why this holiday was important and this time of year was important in celebrating the return of life to the earth and to the people. So this holiday is also associated with Brigid. Uh, there are different spellings of Brigid's name, B-R-I-G-I-D, B-R-D-G-I-D. Um, I've seen some called Bridget with a T, or, or even Bridget with a like a T, T, and an E at the end. So there's different spellings of her name. Um, and there are different representations of Bridget. Um, in my research, um, she is someone that, that she is a deity or a, a metaphorical deity, or however you want to say it, um, that I, I really connect with. Um, I have a little statue in my home that, um, you know, I kind of is a reminder of her and what she represents. Um, but she, what she represents uh, is spring, rebirth, 
creativity, uh, you know, creative inspiration, blacksmithing, poetry, fire. Um, she is an ancient Celtic goddess uh, in some in some historical context. Um, she is represented by the element of fire. So these things that she represents, we can see how she is important to this holiday at this time of the year based on what she represents. Um, so if we look at this time of year, we have spring and rebirth and the creativity. Uh, if we look at the, the idea or the concept of blacksmithing, it's kind of like taking raw materials and creating something with the use of fire. So we can, you know, analogize that to the idea of life coming forth from the earth or from the sheep and the lambs, you know, this, this kind of context. Um, there's also a St. Bridget uh, in Christianity. She was born around the year 450 A.D. And the, 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 the mythological or Celtic um, idea of Brigid is that she was born as she was a daughter of the Dagda. And when she was born and when she grew up and she became a teenager and she really wanted to go out into the world and to do a lot of altruistic actions. She wanted to help people and, and, and she wanted to help with healing and creativity and expression and, and do all of these positive things to the people around her. And what happened is in Christianity, um, after the Christians took over all of these, these areas and these Celtic lands, the deity of Brigid was brought into Christianity and Christian culture as Saint Brigid. And so today there's a, actually, um, I think it was pretty recently within the past year or a few years, there's a national holiday at this, this time of year in Ireland called St. Bridget's Day. But the origins come from uh, Celtic pagan practices originally. If we go back before this, St. Bridget was born in the year 450. Um, there's also a St. Bridget's Church. Uh, and in that, there's also a fire uh, called St. Bridget's Fire, which... I had to look up, um, I found some different information about this, but St. Bridget's fire was a fire that was continuously kept lit from pre-Christian times, and it was extinguished by the church in the 1600s. But then in 1993, the fire was relit by a group of nuns called the Brigidine Sisters. So we, in, in Brigidine, we see the, the name Brigid. So it's a group of nuns that are kind of devoted to the concepts and the ideals of St. Bridget. So these Brigidine sisters, these nuns, um, I guess it was in a, a kind of a monastery or something, they, they relit this fire and it's been continuously lit since then, 1993, in an homage and kind of a remembrance to St. Bridget's, St. Bridget. Um, you know, or you can look at it if you want to for, uh, for the pagan um, concept of Bridget. So this kind of depends on your perspective and how you want to uh, look at that. So Imbolc is seen as a time of transition and change uh, as seen in the wheel of the year and looking at the earth around us. And like I said, depending on your latitude and where you live in the northern hemisphere, um, you may not be seeing change at this time. Um, if, you're, if you're closer to the equator, you probably are starting to see more changes of spring coming around. <clears throat> and again, if we look at the environment, we can see the, the influence of Bridget in these ideas. So... This is a time of year to kind of clear out and clean out the, the old, stagnant, um, dead thoughts, stagnant thoughts and ideas, 
the practices of winter where we were kind of shut indoors. Um, you know, it's cold. We have long nights and short days. We can't be outside much. So at this time, it's the beginnings of transition to being open to new growth and new ideas and new practices and, and setting intention for the coming, uh, you know, the coming year and the coming spring and the summer. What, you know, what do you want to kind of, um, what intentions do you have and what, what goals do you have? So one practice that a lot of people do this time of year in pagan practices, they will, uh, in, in reference to Bridget's ideas of creativity and inspiration, is they will create what's called a Bridget's Cross. And so this is a, it's kind of a four-sided cross shape, um, but the arms are of length, equal length. So it's not the traditional Christian cross shape, uh, you know, where the bottom is longer. Um, it's more like um, if you picture an X and kind of turn it a little bit, and maybe an eighth of a turn, um, or like a plus sign, I guess, if you think of a, in, in math, mathematics, if you think of a plus sign, it kind of looks like that. Um, but people will take straw or rushes, um, different materials, and they will, there's patterns, and you can look it up online how to do it, and they will weave these different materials into this cross shape. And it is frequently hung over the door um, where you go in and out of your home uh, to kind of allow for protection from e- e- evil influences. And others just do it just to kind of represent Bridget and, at Imbolc. And, and it kind of serves as a reminder of her and her qualities and characteristics. And in some practices I read that they do this because they are taking the, the materials from last year's crop or harvest and then they use them to shape this cross, and it's kind of a blessing for the the coming spring um, planting season and and you know growth and and hoping for for good outcomes of the upcoming crops. So a lot of people, if you look at this symbol, this the Bridget cross shape, um, it. It can just be the cross, or it can be a cross with a circle around it. And a lot of people see this as representing different things as well. So it also looks like a compass, so north, south, east, and west. But it also represents, uh, as we know, the different directions are associated with the different elements. So it can represent the different elements. And where these these lines overlap in the center is spirit. So, you know, we have uh, earth, air, fire, and water. And then at the center we have spirit. So the spirit the, the living spirit inside the center of all of the elements. And so this is kind of another um, general druid concept, but we're, but it's applied into this Bridget Cross, again, for the, the idea of, of spring and, and growth and connection of all the elements and spirit and bringing growth and new life to this time of year. So you can decide, of course, like all of the holidays, um, you can you can decide how you want to celebrate and how you want to acknowledge Imbolc. And, and however you do it, you know, look at the calendar, see if it applies to your environment. If not, celebrate it early or celebrate it later. Um, but try to connect it to your locality and your local environment and your feelings and your emotions. Um, what changes are you seeing in your environment? Um, are things starting to transition or are they still in the depths of winter? Um, and you know, and look inward, and look in your home, and look in your your heart, and see how are you feeling? Um, how are you feeling after this long winter we've been through so far? Um, are you ready for spring, or um, have you had a rough winter, or have you had 
uh, a good winter and some and had some time for 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 quiet time and meditation and looking inward and and setting intentions and goals for the upcoming year. Um, you know, or are you are you ready to start getting wanting to get outdoors more and be more active, or do you? Some people don't like spring and summer, and they 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 don't like the light and the long days. They appreciate the stillness and and the quiet time. So this is kind of your last chance to to kind of hold on to that and appreciate that quiet time before the 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 busy you know business you know if we look at the word business b u s i n e s s the busyness. So staying busy, uh, the busyness, business of, of spring and summer because you're just constantly doing things. And in and, and olden times before technology, people people had more daylight and they had to be more active and they were very busy. So there was lots of busyness going on. So maybe you're not ready for that and you need some more quiet time to before you jump into that. And think about, about Bridget. Is Bridget a deity that you would like to connect with and if you don't like the concept of deity maybe maybe she can just be um, like for me she's just kind of a, a representation a metaphorical representation of these ideas that I can put a name and an umbrella you know over to to recognize these these qualities that I want to think about and work with um, you know and think about fire so Again, this is a fire festival. Um, maybe light a candle, or if you have a, a place for a bonfire or a hearth in your home, um, light a fire in some way. How and you know, look into the fire. What do you get from the fire? Think about all the ways that fire impacts your life and how it's going to uh, influence the change of the seasons. You know, as we head towards spring. And think about the fire in you. What is it that drives you? What is your passion? What are your goals? What's what is motivating you at this time of year, to, and what are you looking forward to? So think about what's important to you at this time of year, what direction you want to take going forward. Uh, start. It's a time to start looking ahead, setting intentions. So start to feel that spark of life that is returning to the earth and then is returning inside of yourself. You know, And, and get out in nature, even though it's still cold. This is one of my favorite times of year. Um, some days we have warm temperatures where I can wear, you know, shorts and a t-shirt. Um, but here in a couple of days, we're supposed to get three to six inches of snow and it's going to be below zero. So, um, the weather's up and down where I live and, um, it's, it's an interesting time of year because the, the, the environment and the weather patterns are shifting and changing. It's like winter, spring, winter, spring, it's going back and forth. So, um, and I would encourage you to get outside, enjoy the warmer days and enjoy the colder days because, it's, it, as with everything, everything is always in transition. The only constant is change. So um, embrace the change and, and embrace in bulk. So thank you for listening, and I hope you found this helpful. Thank you so much for joining in at the Druids Grove. I thoroughly enjoyed sharing this time and information with you. I hope you learned something and are inspired to build a connection to the earth and the world around you. If you liked what was shared, please feel free to give back at Buy Me A Coffee. Join me on Substack, where I have transcripts, or listen on YouTube, and find the group on social media. For more information, check the show notes. I'll see you in the Grove. Until next time.